Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Go. I watched the second half of Go. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Mike is children of the 90s. Yes. That's right. I was born in 91. This this is a movie we're not allowed to watch. Why is that? Because it's rated R. Oh, no. Yeah, we couldn't have watched this. But it's very much. It's very much a product of the time. Definitely. Yeah, there's a couple of references to this existing. When This was in the 90s? That when this it, took it, place? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like I think uh, mid to early 90s, I think, is when it was around. I wasn't actually when the movie came out in 1999. Oh, is that when it was released? Okay. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. So it's like, I feel like it was just supposed to be, well, hello, Google, uh, <laughs> was just supposed to be um, uh, just modern times. Right, right, you know? right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess what I, that's what I was asking is when it was like made and, and released. But I feel like peak 90s is at the end of the 90s. That's Cause a good... It's like, because I felt like there was a weird transition from 2000 to maybe 2005 where mm. they're just trying to shed the 90s as much as you could yeah well that's the thing is like 9-11 happened and they're just <laughs> like we don't want to get rid of the 90s yet we're still <laughs> 90s the 90s was a time when we still have the world trade center that's true yep. we grabbed onto it for dear life uh yeah, well and it's not just like pop culture i feel like there was a lot of 90s movies that did this same concept early millennium movies that did the same thing where it was like bouncing between different characters yes like i wrote down some examples pulp fiction obvious reference yeah uh run lola run uh that yeah. one is like a weird play on like the it, it isn't necessarily like bouncing between characters but it's just sort of this how do you tell a story in a different like different non-linear fashion right, exactly and then the another movie i saw actually kind of recently 11 14 okay which is another movie that came out around the same time which is about showing like uh, uh, one thing happening, but from different points of view, and then eventually yeah. you get the whole thing together. You put it all together, right? Exactly. Eventually, it's like it's like watching two halves of a movie and then putting them together, and then finally you get a picture of the whole thing. Boy, I uh, that seems dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible idea. Let me let me ask you. I don't think we've seen movies do something like this recently. I don't think so either. I can't think of. One I can't off the top think of anything head. like recently come out that does. I must feel like like I was watching this, and like when like the title card came up and all that, it was just. Maybe it was also just the way it looked, but it was just like, wow, this is very much of a time. Like, yes. Using this sort of like uh, way of telling a story. And also just the way it's shot, too, is a lot of like uh, extreme camera shots where it's just oh, yeah. like, whoa, look how it's shaking and stuff. Yeah, it's very much, it's, it's obvious to me this movie wanted to be made by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> Please pick us up. Who directed it, dude? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, this is an interesting thing about this movie. I looked up the people who made it. Both the director and the writer went on to do bigger and better things. Oh. Not necessarily this is bad, but like the guy who directed this went on to do, he did Swingers. Okay. Uh, he also uh, directed the movie Edge of Tomorrow, which oh. everyone seems to really like. That was a great movie. He also made the movie American Made, which uh, I don't think anybody likes, and the movie The Wall. Um, okay. And then it was written by a guy named John. Wait, is The Wall the one with Matt Damon? No, it's oh. another movie about it was like it took place during the during the war and like there were these two soldiers and they were like positioned behind a wall. It was weird. oh okay. But All the right. guy who wrote this movie would go on to work with Tim Burton a lot. Apparently, he he oh. wrote Charlie and Chocolate Factory and Frankenweenie. But his oh. best work, totally understand the best thing he did. The uh-huh. good thing he did was Big Fish, which is my favorite oh. Tim Burton movie. I never seen that movie. It's really good. I heard dude. it's good though. But it's I've never fantastic. Seen it. it sounds like he's also writing the new <clears throat> Aladdin movie. Oh. Mm, okay, uh, interesting. And he's also writing the scary stories to tell in the dark movie. He's, he's he, he, oh wow, he he, he does a lot of work. He does a lot of work. He's also he also wrote Charlie's Angels and Tar- Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Oh, and <laughs> Titan AE. It looks like Go was actually his first big movie. Oh okay. Uh, so and it, it kind of shows. Um, yeah, like 
it very much feels like he's he's doing interesting things with like characters and story and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the the movie takes a lot of risks. It's very risky. It does. Film. It takes a lot of risks. I feel like it is kind of a, a lower budget. Oh it's, yeah, it's not like crazy high budget, which is it's so it has that. <clears throat> when I first started watching it, kind of reminded me, especially with my scenes, mm-hmm. it, it it reminded me a little bit of um like someone saw Clerks. Yeah, was like, we're gonna kind of have like this yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, not like as much but it the, felt like an amalgamation of a tarantino and a clerks yeah which yeah it's a weird combination it is to say very, well, it's a lot of dialogue it's dialogue heavy yeah a lot of snappy dialogue uh where people talk in unnaturally fast and a lot of pop culture references yeah that's true. but then in my half of the movie at least there's a lot of action it's it's very action oriented ah. a lot of like actiony shots feels very tarantino-y in that okay, way too okay. um and then the whole movie pretty much ends with two people sitting in a cafe together and it's just like oh yeah this is like you know Oh man, we can't get we can't get a place to film. Where are we gonna film? Oh, I know a guy that works at this coffee shop. Hmm. The characters meet in a coffee shop. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. shoot in the coffee shop for perfect. You know, like the same thing I'm with clerks. Like I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, uh, having like Smith, a, a corner store available. I think he worked there during the day and the director oh, there really? at night. I think yeah, or something crazy like that. How do you shoot in daylight then? He didn't shoot in the daylight. What? Watch the movie again. It all takes place at night, except for the outside times. That's but, what I was gonna say. The outside times. But when he's shooting in the in uh, the stock in the store, that's all shot at night. Interesting. I really thought about that. That's why it's hard to tell. That's why it's in black and white. I know it's exactly right. That's why in the movie, uh, early on in the movie, uh, Dante can't open up the thing. Oh, the reason he can't do that is because they sh- kept it closed most of the time because they didn't want to give people the impression that oh, it was being shot at interesting. night. Interesting. Fun, fun clerk, clerk's fact. I don't know why I know so much about that movie. I don't like it a lot do you like clerks i like clerks but i don't i i think it's been i like the animated tv show too a lot <laughs> boy i gotta tell you how weird it was watching the animated tv show and going these characters look a lot like kim possible yeah and then realizing oh shit the guy that worked yep. on this worked on kim possible yep. and like Danny phantom it's clerks weird to think too about. Early. i thought that was a pretty good animated show yeah what it only lasts like six episodes six episodes it's so drastically different from the movie too it's so it's not even like the same it's speaking of movies anyway this film this movie <laughs> by the way this movie was recommended by Lindsay. Who yeah pants on the show uh recommended it so yes. just throwing that out there in case we're wondering why we're watching this <laughs> reason in particular why we chose it well yeah and i actually wanted to see like it, it's been a while i think we've seen like a movie that's actually like risk i want to say the word good i don't know i don't know i feel like there's a better word for it but i I wanted to see a movie that was like like Uh, like real effort was put into what it was uh, written artsy yeah it's been a while since i saw an artsy movie okay it's pretty artsy yeah yeah it's up there yeah it's up there start off yeah we got um people like just shots of a rave just people raving movie ends with a rave oh man shots of a rave there's there's a lot of there's a lot of rave stuff in yeah, here holding holding takes place right first thing i noticed good lord everyone looks like ass like, what is up with these frosted tips <laughs> oh. like just people wearing like weird but just like they look like they're at a rave which means yeah that, that also that also probably didn't help because they're wearing like raver gear but it's just like they're Whoa. sweaty yeah just sweaty and gross yeah. um imagine what it smelled like uh anyway oh. So interesting. This could have been a Christmas movie. Oh, this is actually yeah, set takes place in Christmas. Yeah, yeah, around yeah. Christmas time. Um, which is weird because it also takes place like in Nevada and California. Yeah, so which, you don't really which know. Doesn't matter unless the characters say it, and there's like a couple decorations somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then let's see. So we start off with our main character, or my main character. So that's what's interesting about this movie that's right. that I didn't know. There's many different main characters. There's a couple different main characters, and this is why well, I cannot find it. Rana. Rana. She's Rana. blonde. She's a blonde. She's blonde. blonde. Yeah. She's blonde. And her friend. 
who is played Katie by Holmes. Katie Holmes. I don't know her actual name. I don't know. I just call her Katie Holmes. All right. Perfect. We're good. <laughs> We're on the same page. All right. So she's working at a grocery store. Yes. And uh, clearly she does not like her job. She's, who she's, likes working at a grocery store? I don't know. I've never worked at Grandma's. a grocery store. Yeah. I've worked at a grocery yeah? store. Yeah. Did you like no, it? No, I hated it. Okay. It was the worst time of my life. Really? <laughs> it was a very dark time. Wow. Okay. I hate working at grocery stores. That seems like a very 90s thing too. Uh, like making a movie around like a very boring. That's what I was thinking. The clerks thing. Yeah. yeah that's totally, totally true. And it's usually like punk kids who like talk back to people that are just paying customers. Yeah. (laughs) Although she did talk back to a mom who was like really mean was like, you need to not put the bleach with the food because it's poison and and stuff like that. That's not mean. Uh, uh, She said other things such as like, you didn't double my coupons and things like that. That's not mean either. It's her attitude, Mike. Oh, it's the way she said it. Yes. Impersonating her. Would you like it if I come to said, Mike? Yeah. You didn't speak into the microphone properly. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll continue to... I'll, I'll do better next time. Well, thank you. That's what a normal person would do. That's but, right. But, but not, you know what our main character does in this she, snarky She says... Movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Her, the... Uh, Rhonda. 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 Sorry. I remember Rhonda. Rhonda's very close. I honestly don't <laughs> Um The mom or whatever was like, you know, I used to have your job. She says, yeah, look where that got you. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm I'm working. I'm, also, I'm attending. I'm going to your store. You're a, working for me now. Yeah. yeah. So, I thought she was fired. Uh, I thought like that was the next scene. That's her going to be fired because right. it's like, why would you talk? No, she's fine. No one cares. That's one thing I That's think is works. really something I had to contend with. In this movie is I feel like all the characters are bad. Yeah. Like there's well, there's one character I like, mm. and I'll get to him later very curious to see but pretty much every character i'm like i can see rana a little bit and she's desperate because her whole thing is as we learn she's going to be evicted Mm -hmm. so she needs to get money really quickly so she just worked a 16-hour shift Mm -hmm. and this guy came up this british guy and his name is simon okay i'm just gonna call him british guy british guy okay he comes up and is like hey you won't take my shift and oh, he works there. Yeah, he works there. Oh, okay. And she's like, "Yeah, I'll take your shift because I need money." And he's like, "Cool, I'll pay you money up front." And he's like, "She's like, whatever." And it all seemed to be fine oh, because, yeah, she has to get she she's going to get evicted. So this comes into play later with the whole Simon getting his shift taken. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, know. yeah. Sorry. Keep going. I, I didn't see that happen. This, movie, this right? all coming into play now. <laughs> Good. It's, I'm sure, as I say, more things will fall into place <laughs> because I will say, if I have the movie. Like I, I, I went in knowing this movie was kind of be like doing this. I was very confused. Oh yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Simon's a gross dude because he's like, "Hey, what about? I'll give you an extra 20. Also, he gives her money right away, which I think is weird. Like, yeah. He's just like, "Here's money from my shift." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, That's and he's like, weird. "How about twenty for a blowjob?" And I'm like, "Wow, Jesus. this guy's cool." Yeah, he's a creep. Yeah, he's gross. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they're in the back and they're doing a game of celebrity, like whoever name us as many dead celebrities as you can. Oh, okay. And then whoever loses goes to the front. And we do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, David Bowie. Uh, uh, oh, I win! Oh, no! <laughs> that wasn't ready. Literally name anyone that you think is famous. <laughs> and you'll I get a dead thinking, celebrity. I start thinking Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and then I thought David DeVito. <laughs> no, it's not the live celebrity uh, game. It's the celebrities that are dead. So and then easy. I thought about Michael Caine. <laughs> and I was, I was like, these are so these close are to dying. old people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well here's the thing as soon as someone dies they're wiped from my memory so That's this is a hard, hard game for me to play <laughs> i'll remember very old people <laughs> that are very close to death i bear and i hold on to them because i know as soon as they die i'm gonna forget they're about gonna them. be all gone, gone. <laughs> so i have to enjoy them while they're alive <laughs> um yeah in memoriam at the oscars just a blank slideshow. Yeah. show 
that, well, yeah, that, that in memoriam is basically just like a, like a like an etch a sketch. The video is stuck on. Yeah, they're shaking. It's gone. That's that's me saying goodbye. That's why I was crying when I watched the Oscars. Right. Yeah. Well, you part. were crying, and then I'm like, "What's going on?" You're like, "I don't know." <laughs> So much death. I don't know any of them. Oh, unmarked graves. I forgot. Yeah, you don't know who that is. You're you're the guy. You're the guy at the beginning and end of Saving Private Ryan who's like by the graves and you're just crying. Yep. <laughs> That's me. Just hanging on graveyards. Crying. I didn't earn it. <laughs> All right. So man, where were we? They're playing dead celebrity games. Yes, they're playing dead celebrity games. Yeah. And um, anyway, so she has to go to the front because she loses. Da da da. So she goes to the front and these two dudes come up. Uh, uh, well, only one person I recognize is Jay Moore. Right, he's there. like a comedian. I put comedian in quotes because he's not funny. <laughs> he hosted. This is going side tangent. He hosted a BlizzCon. Oh no! <laughs> and, of, and you know what? I would say, uh, lots of greats have done the BlizzCon hosting, mm-hmm. um, and they all fail because nerds are horrible and they don't understand comedians. They understand nerd stuff and references. Right, right, right. So, but he like, I mean, they roasted like Pat Oswalt, like all sorts of other people who hosted it. Right, but. Jay Moore was awful. He was like the worst host I've ever seen on BlizzCon State. He was just... He was just not funny at all. And he just kept making cocaine jokes the whole time. He's not and it's funny like, ever. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, this is fine, I guess. But this movie's pretty good. Like, he should give up... I, he's not comedian. in it very much for me, so I don't know. Yeah, he's in my half. He, so, don't, don't, be, don't be funny. Anyway. Yeah, don't be funny. Just, you don't be a serious actor, I guess. Yeah. Um. So these people show up and um, they're like, hey, do you know a, a British person who works here? Mm-hmm. She's like, no. Rhonda's like, no. And it's just, why oh. is she lying? Uh, no, she says he's, he went to Vegas. Sorry, he went to Vegas. That's oh, okay. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know a British person. I don't know a British person. <laughs> he's like, oh, dang. Oh, uh, well, can you? We're, we're trying to go to this party called like um, Merry Christmas, but they still have Mary, like a woman's name. M A R Y. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Why? And uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that detail. Okay. Anyway, um, it's like, so we're going to go to this cool party. It's going to be awesome. Can you hook us up with some drugs? And just, he's like, okay. It's like, how much are you paying for this? And it's like, you know, whatever. I didn't write that amount. Like, whatever. And she's like, oh, you're getting ripped off. Like, yeah, I could. Yeah, um, but unfortunately, I don't know anyone. She's like, are you sure you can't help us out at all? And she's like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to help you out. Mm-hmm. So she agrees to sell these random people drugs that she's never met before. Right. Seems like a good plan. So she says, okay, let me see with you. And it, it's good to keep this in mind that she's only doing this because she wants... To not get kicked out of her. Not get evicted. So she goes with her three friends she was playing the um, dead celebrity game with. Right. Who's Katie Holmes and some guy named, uh, is it Kenny? Uh, Manny. Manny, that's it. Yeah, I know him because he shows up at the end of the movie. Manny sucks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's in the back, like, while they're doing the thing, just hitting on whippets and stuff. And just like, (laughs) like that, whatever. Do do your thing. Right. Here's, but the thing, I'll tell you later. You'll see. You'll see. Oh, boy. Here's the thing to keep in mind, too. This was the slacker generation. Everyone back then, just, it's like clerks. Like, they they have a job that's better than most people are able to do, but they still don't like their job. And they hate the fact that they have to work. So, they're slackers. Those Gen Xers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. They're so lazy. So lazy. Oh, man taking our jobs <laughs> what <laughs> yep <laughs> anyway so then um uh so then he she goes to um simon's drug dealer that he gets his drugs from whose name is todd no you're going to todd you can't jump out what far up the drug chain or whatever it's like it's fine i met him a couple of times so she goes and todd is played by timothy oliphant yeah, I love Timothy Olyphant. Yeah, uh, I was so happy when he showed up later. In yeah, he's movie. hanging out. I uh, got my shirt on. You know, typical drug dealer guy. So hot. Yeah, so hot. Yeah, he's nice and jacked. Very yeah. good, man. Um, and she's like, "May I have twenty ecstasy, please?" And 
He's like, hold on. He turns up the volume on the, the radio like mm. really loud and then makes her take her clothes off, which I thought was weird. But I realized he's doing it because he thinks he has a wire. She has a wire oh, on Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. He's like, okay, fine. He's like, okay, whatever. Here you go. Um, I'll put these out. There's 20. Here you go. Um, I make sure I only do one per person. And tells him how to do it and all that stuff. And then, what a nice guy. Yeah, I know. How to do exactly. The drugs. When he's, yeah. They didn't have don't, Google. Don't back get then. yourself hurt. Yeah, they didn't have Google. That's a good <laughs> point. Oh, shit. Um, man, they're real risk takers back then. <laughs> I think they actually did have Google back then. Did uh, they? I don't think anyone had a computer, though, probably used it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, most people probably didn't even have a cell phone. Yeah. They definitely didn't have cell phones. Anyway, she was hoping to make a profit by going straight to the source instead of paying as much as Simon charges her or whatever. Right. So she's hoping to make some money, but of course, he does, you know, this guy doesn't know who she is. So Timothy Olyphant is like, well, you know, how about this much money? And she's like, well, that doesn't give me a profit. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, I'm going to go to this party. I'll come back with your money and all the stuff will be fine. And he's like, well, I need some collateral if you're not going to be able to afford everything. Mm-hmm. So why don't you give me Katie Holmes as collateral what? until you do your thing? She's like, fine, that's okay. And then Katie Holmes, of course, does not want this at all. But yeah. she does it because she's... Ron was like, oh, I'm going to get evicted if I don't get this money. And it's Katie like, Holmes at this point, like, okay. Katie Holmes would be like, I'm going to go steal from my parents. I will steal from my parents. To get <laughs> I do not want to hang out with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway. so I, I looked it up. Google was founded in 98. So definitely didn't exist. Definitely didn't exist yeah. to like a wider <laughs> audience. Uh, by then it was Yahoo. <laughs> I was just using Yahoo. Ask Jeeves. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, on my Netscape navigator. Oh, God, Netscape. <laughs> so then um, she goes, she gets the pills, and now she's going to go meet the people that go sell the drugstore. Mm. And she goes, and she's about walking out the door, going towards the house, and um, Ronnie, is that his name? Manny. Manny. Manny? Okay. He's like, here, you've got these, and throws the pills at her. And she's like, oh, thank you, and then goes up. And he takes two of the pills. Mm. So this is the first thing I'm like, first off, takes two of the pills. He doesn't just say, oh, I'm going to save this for a rainy day. He's like, fuck it. Take them all. Pick them both at the same time. Yeah. Which is like, dude, (laughs) first off, you're driving. Second of all, you're... Slacker generation, man. They were all just (laughs) Is that your excuse? Just all slacker generation. Yeah, man. That's the way it was. You know, it was a different time, 99. 99, (laughs) man. Yeah, we still had the Twin Towers. (laughs) As long as those Twin Towers grew up, you could take as much Texas C as you wanted. (laughs) Brian Singer was a successful director (laughs) that no one questioned his motives when making movies. It was a different time. Uh, Yeah, different time. You're right. (laughs) And now she's short two two freaking pills. They're going to get pissed. Wait, how many pills did they have? 20. Oh, shit. Which is just enough, mentioned earlier from yeah. Todd, that's why he checked her for a wire, is just enough to be uh, indicted for trafficking? Oh. Com- like trafficking actually. So if you dr- have like just drug- one less than... I guess. That's just the law. I don't know. That's a weird... You think any amount of pills, like, you get in trouble. <clears throat> yeah, there's a certain amount where it's like intention to deal. So it's oh, like that person's a dealer. That's I what I meant. see what Sorry. you're saying. I thought you meant... No, no, that's my fault. I just was barely paying attention to what you're saying. Oh, that's like fine. Usual. As usual. Yeah, yeah. That's, fine. <laughs> that's what makes this podcast work. Yeah, exactly. Halfway through, I still don't know what the movie's about. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that shit was crazy. So here's my half. <laughs> um, so, here's yeah. a key part. Um, I did mention this. While they were bought, while they're very back at the convenience store, the grocery store, they bought a bunch of OJ, and then we're like, hey, let's get some drugs. Mm. So now she goes in, and there's a new person there, and he's like, okay, cool, you got the stuff. Hey, do you want a drink? She's like, can I have some of that OJ? And he's like, okay. And he goes in the back and comes back. He's like, right, here's a brewski. I don't have any OJ 
we don't have any. Oh. And then one of the guys is like, oh, wait, no, no, no. We have OJ. It's in the car. I just forgot to get it from the grocery store. So I'll be right back. You did not mention it. who this guy was. Uh, this is Jay Moore again. Yes, it's Jay Moore. Right, right. Well, the guy of course, from yeah, it's the people. Who, yeah, from earlier. Sorry. Right, that's yes. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the drugs. Okay. And this other guy, I can't remember. He's got a very distinct face. He I does. Find him. He's got that like sunken eyes. Yes. Uh, he's Why is he there? He is trying to bust them. Okay, so you they, know that part because the they're story. cops. Yes, that's right. And she realizes this. Oh, they aren't. The other two are not. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm. it's all coming to play. Interesting. So then uh, she runs to the bathroom, and uh, is like, "I gotta go to the bathroom." Goes in there and just tries to immediately get rid of all the pills. They dump them down the toilet. Interesting. And then she leaves and comes out and she's like, "Okay, so you want to make this deal?" And she's like, "No." Uh, I actually wasn't able to score anything, so I'm sorry. I wanted to apologize. He's like, okay. Um, are you sure? Like, he's like, well, also, I'm. She knows that they're cops, and is like, oh, I'm 17. I shouldn't be drinking this beer. So why does she go. know they're cops? Because of that suspicious OJ stuff and the fact that they're really pushing this deal of trying to get it done. Like they didn't care about that stuff. So. Okay. So it was, it was it no, no, sense. no. Later on, there's a reveal for me Ooh. of this situation. Okay. 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 <clears throat> um so then <clears throat> she goes back and sits down next to manny and is like okay so this sucks they're freaking cops now i need to go get either 100 bucks to pay back the uh, the drug dealer or get 20 pill 20 pills of ecstasy and return it to him and man he's like cool i'm high as fuck let me drive this car and then he starts driving the car manny. and um she has an idea and she goes to the grocery store and manny's like Tripping balls and is like dancing and got imagine some he's dancing with some random cash register lady with to the Macarena. So you know it's the nineties. Oh boy, what a to time to be alive! They weren't doing the Macarena dance though, but they, they were, were just dancing, dancing to, to the song the Macarena. The Macarena. Yeah, so uh, can you a, do the Macarena dance, Ethan? Of course I can. Do it for me. I, I, I'm going to tell I, the listening audience. Right, I'm doing it right now. No, you're not. You no, I'm doing it. No, you're not. Yes, don't, I am. Don't lie to me. Mike, this is a bit. Come on, Mike. Don't make me actually do it. I don't want to do it. You don't know how to do it, do you, little bitch? You didn't learn how to do the Macarena. <laughs> You're just lying. You're like a liar. I'm actually... I am a liar. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm actually the world's winner Macarena dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too good. And if I did it, you'd be blind. That's not true. I'm, I just can't... No, I know how to do the Macarena. We're not going to stand up. we got to record this thing. <laughs> you don't have to stand up. You can do the Macarena sitting. You, can do, you can't do the Macarena. That's not the true spirit. How am I supposed to swing my hips? <laughs> You, you want me to really do, do the and not swing my hips? Do everything up until the swinging of the hips. All right, well, the, the swing of the hips is the very well, last bit. Okay, so far so good. I did it. I did it real quick. It was quick. All right, that was pretty good. Okay, you that was great. Great visual content for an audio podcast, Mike. Damn Trust it. me, everyone. He did the Macarena perfectly. Perfectly, yes. In fact, I'm now blind. Yes, because he did it so well. Exactly. Thank you. So now. <laughs> so Donna's taking all these these random pills, just bought, just stealing them all, and then walks walks out of the grocery store. Rana's doing this. Rana's doing why? It. Because she's gonna fake the ecstasy by giving them back fake pills. What pills? The ecstasy pills she dumped down. No, the I know, train. but what pills is she gonna give them? Uh, just whatever she finds. She just grabbed like a like whole ecstasy? bunch. Yeah, ones oh, okay. Like, so she like asked tons. Manny, like, "What does this look like?" He's like, "Oh, it's like a white aspirin thing." Mm-hmm. It's like I wasn't really paying attention. Oh, she doesn't remember what the ecstasy looked like. See, I don't think she ever looked at it because oh, she's just yeah. getting the bottles and was gonna go do the thing. Right, right, right. And but you know, Manny should know because he took some. So mm-hmm. then um, they go to Timothy Olfant, and mm-hmm. or we cut to her, and he's talking to um, Claire, who is. Katie Holmes, right? You know, and um, he's being a real creep. He's like, "You want to get laid? 
Uh, are you a virgin? And he's also talking to someone on the phone. You know how this person is. Hmm. Though it sounds like Simon. Oh. He says, oh, hey, it's your friend. That's all I know. Comes to play maybe a little bit later. Maybe. maybe. So then um, <clears throat> Rana tries to explain to the, Timothy Oliphant uh, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Manny's in the background just tripping out, looking at a cat who's talking to him. And I'm like, oh, it's fuzzy cat. He's going to rub that fuzzy cat. He doesn't do anything. just stares at it. Oh. I'm like, I'd rub that fuzzy cat. Just completely sober. Because I'm very fuzzy cat. <laughs> I saw the cat later. It did look really cute. It was a cute cat. Yeah. Very fluffy. Um, <laughs> so then he uh, like refunds Rhonda. By the way, Timmy the Elephant has been saying the whole time, I don't do favors. I'd rather give head before I do favors. And he's like, oh, I just did a favor for you. I refunded you. And she's like, "What? I thought that was head or something like that. And she walks away. Uh, um, so and, what you're saying is Timothy Oliphant's character is not consistent. Uh, n- yeah, a little bit. Okay. He's a little weird. He's a little wishy-washy. I guess so, he's on drugs constantly, probably. Maybe, does, yeah. does he? Do you think he gets high on his own supply? That's not what you should be doing as a drug dealer, apparently. <laughs> as I've been told. <laughs> as I've been told by other drug dealers. Um, <laughs> From television probably, movies. Probably, probably buys a little for herself. You know, probably buy a little. Oh, yeah? You know, get it, your own supplies, you buy some for yourself, right? Is that what you do? Like, you buy, like, a bulk, and then you're like, okay. Is that what you would do? Oh, uh, yeah, totally. If you were dealing yeah. drugs, yeah, If you I was dealing drugs, I would take, like, 10% for me, uh-huh. and then 90% to, have? to sell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna use it yet. Or you know, free samples, stuff like that. <laughs> free samples. That's right. It's That's like a, a Costco, point. you know, people yeah. come in. Hey, but he wants some uh, cocaine. Yeah. He wants some ecstasy. <laughs> free lunch. <laughs> Put them in little like cups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just smash it to your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A cup full of cocaine <laughs> that you push into your nose. Just, just shove it I up there. I love that idea. Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> you pull the cup away, it's just full of your blood. From your oh, nose. God. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so then... Um, Cost cocaine. <laughs> All right, we can stop the podcast. There we We're go. Done. <laughs> We're done. That's it. Ended. All right, so, <clears throat> so now... They go and they hang out in the car and smoke weed. Manny's on top of the car tripping out and smoking weed. And I'm just like, he should be dead. Like, they <laughs> said he would die if he has two. Yeah. Like, Todd said that. Timothy Oliphant said that. Yep. So then Ron is like, oh, I'm still going to be evicted. So I guess I'll, you know what I should do? I should sell fake ecstasy since it's so easy. So she goes to that club that was mentioned earlier, the, the Merry Christmas one. Mm-hmm. And she finds a van and gives them drugs and then hangs out with them while they're tripping on it. There's just, oh. just aspirin or like yeah, but they're it, still tripping in, pills. Yeah. in quotes. And they're like, whoa, this is crazy, bro. Oh. And it's just like, okay, if you're gonna sell fake drugs, people leave, sell them and leave. Yeah, you don't stick around and wait place. for the effects to show up. Yeah, yeah. And then, but apparently, it just works if you just sell it hard enough. And then people <laughs> apparently heard about her selling the good shit, and so they all started coming up to her, and which is like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. So she keeps making more and more profit. And now Timothy Oliphant's looking at his, his drugs, and he's like, this isn't ecstasy. I've been fooled. Oh. So he goes to that party because he knows about it from um, Katie Holmes earlier when he was talking to her about having sex and stuff. She's like, right. like who's this party at? It's like, oh, it's this one. Right. So now he goes there. Yes. Yeah. So he goes there. Uh, and Rana's still, like, she's made $400, which is way more. She needed, like, only, she needed, I think, at the beginning, like 300 or something. So she's made extra. And she's just dancing, having a good time. Might as well fun. live it up. Yeah, exactly. While you're selling bad shit to everyone that's going to come get you yeah, when they find true. you on the dance floor. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Surrounded by these people. Exactly. Too. Yeah. 
Well, uh, and they're gonna be 100 sober, so they're gonna beat your ass well. <laughs> so like, I don't know. It seems- it's not, this is well, this is Rana we're talking about. It's not like she has like a good. Like, she does, she's not a strategically no she's person. not and I keep thinking like okay she's 17 whatever I don't know if she's actually 17 she just said that to, to the cops or whatever right 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 but, but she's like, younger she's younger so she's probably not thinking all of it through right exactly um, living in the moment living man. in the moment man like slacker slacker, slacker 90s kids bro <laughs> 90s kids <laughs> <laughs> yep Mike just yeah. made a thing that I will not describe <laughs> on this podcast I did the Macarena <laughs> <laughs> With his tongue. It was With crazy. It was awesome. It was, it was very sick. Hey, Margarita. Oh, God, stop. It's too, too graphic. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. Timothy all that and then finds Manny. And Manny's, like, freaking out. He's like, oh, uh, shit. And Manny runs and gets run, and they run away. And Timothy Olyphant chases him. And, um, um, and they're running through the back part of this, like, warehouse is where the rave's happening. Right, where, like, the parking lot is? Right before, between the parking lot and, like, the warehouse. Okay. And... Manny starts vomiting and I'm like, oh shit, it's finally happening. He's going to die now. <laughs> and Donna does the greatest thing any protagonist you want to do who you like. She says, it's okay, Manny. You stay here. I'll come back for you. And then she hides him while he's like vomiting. Cre- clearly Dying. going to be, yeah, clearly sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, bye. <laughs> like, Dude. All right. <laughs> what what can she do for him? Yeah, I got I'm trying to carry him out of there, but I guess I, I guess it's like protecting chase. Yeah, that's true. Right, yeah. Yeah. She'll come back for him. So then she shows up and then Timothy Olhan confronts her and is like, you know what? I'm gonna get you now. I know what you did. Mm-hmm. You know, I did you a favor. I never do favors. And he pulls out a gun. Oh and no. He's gonna point at her and she's like, Look, look, I have the money. I had the money. He's like, Okay. And she's about ready to explain herself. And then she's just like, you know what? Instead of saying, I have the money and like, here it is, I'll pay you back and make money for you and I'm sorry, it won't happen again. I'm making it okay. You know, you got caught, you screwed up. She just says, fuck it, and just tries to run away. Uh-huh. She runs away and, and then, then gets hit, hit by, by a, car. a yellow convertible, Yes, which does, which is like, okay, unfortunate. But this yellow convertible acts very suspicious oh. by pulling back yeah. a little bit, yeah. turning towards a ditch, dumping, dumping the body into the ditch, into a ditch right. and then driving, driving off. Away. After kind of looking at Timothy Oliphant for a second, we don't see the driver. I was going to ask and you if you saw the driver. Like, no, you do not see the driver. All right. And that's it. Okay. And then the movie cuts, and now we got cut to the very beginning of the movie, but this time Ooh. we're seeing it from Simon's perspective. Oh, yeah, that piece of shit. The British guy. Yes. Yeah. Another bad character. <laughs> Much worse. You have yet to There's tell no me excuse. which character you He's like. He's coming up. Oh, my God. He's coming up. It's going to take a while. All right. So, cut to Simon. He's... I have a feeling I know who you who your favorite character is, and I'm uh, worried now. Why? Is it the is it like the guy that acts high all the time? No. Oh, is it the other guy? Sure. Is it the black guy? Yes. Okay. He's All right. cool. He's fine. <laughs> he doesn't really do anything reprehensible in my half. So good. I'm glad he's safe. He's the, probably the only character that's like like chill throughout the most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Katie Holmes seems all right. I don't know. She hasn't she's done much. The, she's the slackerest of all of them. Oh, really? Like, but she, she, she's like, she's caught up in bad situations. I guess, but she just doesn't do anything. Like, mm. she's on the cover of the movie and like yeah. she's hardly She's in like it. top billing. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> probably because she was, wasn't she in like a TV show before this? Oh shit! What was that movie? Is it, it Dawson's, Dawson's, Dawson's Creek? Creek. Yeah, yeah. Dawson's she was Creek. the Creek. She, yeah, she was the Creek. Yeah, so it was a big role, very long, very big role for long her. Long yeah. show. <laughs> not as long as not as long as Amazon, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Dawson's, or the Nile. Or the Nile. <laughs> I think there's a longer show. You're in denial. <laughs> 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 Jungle Cruise. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
Simon's giving a shift away and he's like, oh, I'm going to go to Vegas. But he's calling, he's doing a phone call about Mexico, which is kind of weird. It, it sounds like weird. he's talking to someone about Mexico. I don't know if that comes into play later. I was at, I, no, I don't know anything about that. Okay, maybe it doesn't matter. So now it cuts a title card. It's like Simon's view. And then he's in the tr- back of a car in a trunk. I don't know why. Simon is in the trunk of a car. Yes, he's okay. in the trunk of a car. And I'm like, oh shit, did he get kidnapped or something? It's like, no, it's just his bros. They captured him and then he fell asleep or something and they put him in the back of the car. On the road trip to vegas baby because he's going to vegas why is he going to vegas because he's never been before that's that what, that's what i was told oh okay i don't know if it's the whole story but that's what i was told he says as far as I that's know. what he tells donna okay he's never been before and it sounds like just just him and his shitty bros are going out and have and gonna have fun out okay. in the desert and um some bro tells a story about how um he was getting head from a girl, and then the contact fell out or something. And then Marcus is the the only black guy in this. I think the only black guy in the movie. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> he's like, shut up. That was my story. Stop stealing it. And then the white guy drops the N-word. And he's like, whoa. Jesus Christ. And he's like, you can't. And this is the 90s. So he's like, you don't say that. And it's fine. Like, yeah, like, that's uh, like the end of that yeah. scene. Yeah. It's yeah. like, uh, all right. Yeah. They, yeah. they use the F-word, the homosexual F-word in this movie. Oh, really? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well... Nineties. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, can't, can't take that out. Uh, yeah. But then he says, also, this guy's just a piece of shit. Because besides saying the N word, obviously the movie says it's like not cool. The guy, like, what right. Spark is gonna do? Like, is his friend or whatever? I guess horrible friend. Right. And he's like, I don't see color, man. I think color's a state of mind. Because my my ancestors are black, and I was just like, what the fuck? All right, this guy's problematic as fuck. <laughs> well, and, technically, if you go far back, everyone's ancestors. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. True. <laughs> that's yeah. All right. <laughs> that completely legitimizes the, oh yeah I mean, what just happened in this car right now exactly you're right it changes everything say that it's great uh, anyway is uh, this the white guy that's like he, he was He was the dude who was there's a white guy and I Garfield think, I think there's like a Hispanic dude I don't know yeah the, another guy I don't know what guy. his name is I don't know those other two guys like disappear very early but this is the guy from Garfield is what you're saying the guy who played John and Garfield dude I've never seen Garfield you've never seen Garfield no tell me you've seen Garfield Tale of Two Kitties <laughs> You know what? I I thought about seeing it you once. On it. I, I took a pass. I said that I was hate, the night I of your margarita competition. I, yeah. and you're like, you know what? I I can't skip the margarita competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to win. I had That's to prove right. my and you work. Did. I did. Yeah. And I you just bring this all up again. I, I tried to put the pass behind me. <laughs> you know, that was before the twin towers collapsed too. So. <laughs> Everything changed, you know. I stopped Macarena. <laughs> everything. Everything changed when the Twin Towers collapsed. Yeah, everything. Yeah, that's right. America. Can't sit in the front seat of planes anymore. The front <laughs> seat. Where can't sit in the you front seat? You get it? Can I sit in the front seat? <laughs> you mean the cockpit? No, the front seat. I was in the front seat of the plane. Oh, there is a seat that's in the front. Yeah, it's called the cockpit. In the cockpit. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not wrong. The front seat of the I want to get a good view. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So um, now Mark is talking about how he's has his, his new girlfriend or whatever is like a sex per, uh, teacher. Sex pervert? <laughs> no, mean? sex teacher. And he's like, oh, okay. he's talking about like, oh, man, I have sex for 14 hours now. Like, I don't even come. It's like I put the transfer the orgasm inside me. Whoa. It takes... Uh, you know, my orgasms last an hour, and all these dudes are like, whoa, that's like some Luke Skywalker shit. <laughs> it's like, all right, these guys are terrible. Yeah, they're a bunch of um, dummies. Yeah, and then... I've so, so, a feeling this is the part of the movie Teenage Me would have loved. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, and then Simon's walking around using uh, Todd's card, who's the drug dealer, Timothy Oliphant. He's using him to check into the hotel. Whoa. Yeah. Does that okay. change anything? Yeah. That, okay. All of this is falling into okay. place. Okay. And then... Um, 
Mark's like, what are you doing? He's like, don't worry. I'm just using a check in the hotel. I'll use uh, cash for everything else. He's like, oh, that drug dealer? He's like, no, he's a good drug dealer. Oh, as opposed to the bad drug dealer? <laughs> like, All right. Um, so now, um, at the, this is at Buffet. He was talking about the organic stuff. So the two other bros, they ate shrimp. And Mark is like, you don't want to eat that shrimp. That shrimp's bad. It's going to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they all got the shits and they feel bad. So they, and so they stay in, in the, the hotel. hotel. Yeah. Well, Marcus and Simon hit the casino floor, baby. Yeah. And as soon as the casino floor, Simon's already out of money. And he like, wanders up to Marcus. He's like, give me more money. And Marcus is like, nah. I don't want to because you're just going to spend it all. Come back in an hour when I win money and then I'll give it to you for fun. Marcus is cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's, he's a, a cool smart dude. guy. He's like yeah. the only, I know not know why he's hanging out with, that's, that's the most unrealistic part is this guy is like a whole other level of person. Above everyone else. Everyone yeah. else is just like, oh, awful. He's above everyone in the movie. On top of that, why are there four guys on this trip when two of them have been ridden into the hotel room most of the movie? What do you mean? Oh yeah, like why are they even there? You they know? don't come back to play later. Barely. Okay. Well, they 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 do nothing in the rest okay. of the film really. Because it'd be weird to have two bros just hanging out at a, at a at a guy's trip to Vegas. Is it? I feel like two guys just don't go. Like you go in a group, right? I guess so. That's true. Two's kind of like oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, three's company. Yeah, three's company. Right. Two's no wait. Two's company. Three's a crowd. Four is bro time <laughs> in vegas <laughs> let's hang out let's go see strip clubs and maybe go see blue man group <laughs> and maybe go see blue maybe group. maybe they're a hot ticket in vegas hot the blue, man group. The blue yeah. man group probably still performing like that i don't, I don't know if they're let's go to. see circus soleil <laughs> <laughs> oh man so then um uh Simon's just walking around now because he has no money. Mm-hmm. And he sees a thing that says, wedding, do not disturb. So, of course, he goes into it. It's like a reception. And he spots a lady he wants to bang. He shows it in the most like, oh, yeah, I want to bang her like face possible as he steals free champagne and stuff. So This is at a wedding, too. Like He yeah. knows he's at a wedding. And he's well, still yeah, there's a, it's like a wedding crash. He's going to go at the bridesmaids or whatever. Oh, I thought he said on the... the, like, the, the no, no. The, the, the bride? The bride, yeah. No, I there's don't this girl in a white dress. I don't no, know what no, she's, she's like, kind of wants to bang her, though. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> really no, he's going after one of the, the two of the brides. One of the bridesmaids. Oh, okay. And they both... And he follows them up to their hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's funny because, you know, he's British. So right. they like his accent. They make fun of him a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you guys... You, he's like, you want to smoke weed? And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll smoke weed. So they go upstairs. They start smoking weed. And one lady stuffs cotton up her nose to hold it in because she got, she's got a hold in that puff to get high. You know, man. Okay. So then she lights the cotton up on fire and it falls on the ground. He stomps it out and it's like, fine. I'm like, okay. What the fuck? I don't know why they existed. That was weird. The reason I bring this up is because then they all bang. They're okay. Like a, he has like a three-way. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Oh, so it does come into play later. Kind of. Okay. Well, anyway, so he has three-way okay. and then he... he he uses the Marcus technique, which he doesn't explain what it is, to not come. And he's just like, oh, I'm going to keep going now. And he just keeps going. <laughs> well, didn't please Marcus just, talk about earlier? Please about... these two ladies. He doesn't say how, though. He's just talking about how it's a thing. Maybe he learned. Maybe. Maybe he's like, hey, while we're hanging out at the casino, everyone else is sick. Tell me about Let it. Let me tell you. Yeah, because tell me I'm going to go this. have a three-way right now. What do you think? Mar- Marcus is much having, having like, a much better time. I feel like he's at the, like, the Cheesecake Factory. He's... <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> She's having a wholesome time. He's having a wholesome time a gambling. Time. Yeah, yeah, having fun. Getting free drinks. Yeah, no problem gambling. Having fun and this guy's yeah, having, having a, a nice there. cigar, maybe. Yeah, yeah, good wholesome time. Yeah, he's buying balloons for children, giving it to the yeah. kids. Hey, you know, what? I'm not. There's nothing wrong with these people having three-way sex up there, except they light the room on fire because I guess he didn't stomp it out quick enough, ah! and so the whole curtains come on fire, and they all run out naked, and he's he. It's fine. And then he goes to his room and puts on clothes and it's like nothing like it happened. Never happened. It's like nothing happened. It's not like Vegas is covered in cameras or anything, but no. whatever. Um, 
Especially not Casino. So Marcus is not actually having the best time because oh. he's been mistaken multiple times as a service worker. Some redneck tips him, and like a like at the at the because he handed him a towel just because he's being nice, and he's just like, "Here's the money." Might also be, be the color of his skin. No, I know, but like the reason he handed it to him because he's just like, "Hey, can I get that towel?" He's like, "Sure," oh, and then he gets I see. a tip. I see. It's like, oh, okay. And he yells, "I'm not a service worker." And then he, he catches up with Simon, and they're waiting in line to go to the taxis or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some guy just hands his keys to the frog. He's like, hey, man, big tip for you if you don't scratch it up. Oh, interesting. And, and he's like, <sighs> steal that. Yeah, I'm just going to drive this thing around. Like, yeah. he, wasn't, he was probably going to return it later, but like, you know. You're just trying I, to make Marcus sell like a good person. Marcus, he stole a man's car. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the worst thing he did. Um, but to be fair, that guy owns a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. And then Simon, of course, like it's like, oh, how can we make Simon more annoying? For we burned off, burned down a hotel. Um, well, here's crashed a, a wedding, crashed a wedding. Yeah. Um, spent all his money really quickly. Mm. He's just like, dude, uh, says horrible things to his coworkers. Yeah, no, he finds a gun in the car oh. and he's just like, cool, and he starts just. Fumbling it around like crazy. It's like, I don't know how to work this thing. I've never hold the gun before. And Marcus is like, dude, just takes the gun from him after like fumbling. I honestly thought it was going to be like Pulp Fiction where he yeah. just gets shot. Yeah. Or, or Marcus got shot. Oh, God forbid. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so he, he takes the gun. I don't know if that comes to play later, I assume. Yes. And then they go to a strip club that Todd told them about. It's like a weird strip club. It's a weird strip club. It's not a club as much as it is a room with a chair. Oh, you don't even see the strip club, right? Because that's my I do see a strip club. Oh, okay. So they go in, and uh, Marcus says a rule. He's like, hey, Todd, don't buy champagne, because champagne's a code word for a private room. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough money for a private room and a private dance. Don't do it. Oh, so that's he, why they go to that room. So he goes in, and two ladies come out, and Simon, of course... You know, just coming off a threesome is like, you know what I want more of? Titties. I want more. I'm amazed. He's amazed. He's flabbergasted. He like does he's the Macarena a, on them. Yeah, he just had a threesome and was just like, I've never seen these before. What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I, I, I want champagne. So he says, I want your finest champagne. And it's just like, dude. Oh, jeez. But he fuck? can't pay for it. He can't pay for it. Unless he has a credit card from someone. Ooh. And he gives it to the, the guy. Who's the bouncer his, guy. The bouncer guy who's like, I got one rule. Don't touch the girls. Or I'll break you. Yes. And that's it. And then he reads the thing. And that's my half. That's right. So there you go. They go in. And there is an extended lap dance scene oh, where cool. you just see gratuitous like boobs. I was going to say the threesome scene was more more than it needed to be. It was fine. But I mean, it wasn't like. Do you see like like body though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same here. You see body. You see butts. And at one point, do you see a body? You see a bo- you see all the bodies. Okay, sorry, I don't feel comfortable saying uh, the T word like you did. Oh yeah, <laughs> listen, I'm in the mo- moment of Simon. Yeah, that's right. Tom, You're Simon. Simon. Simon so, just loves titties. So the two, the two girls are dancing on Simon and Marcus, and then at one point, Marcus tells one of the girls to like dance on Simon. So there's two girls on Simon now, okay. and Marcus just sitting there like smoking a cigar, like a badass. And I'm like, yeah, Marcus seems like a cool guy. Uh huh. And later on in the movie, uh. Uh, Simon is 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 saying, "Oh yeah, I had sex with two girls." And I thought he was referring to this, and I'm like, "You did not have sex." Oh with two no, girls. no, no, no! He yeah, actually yeah, yeah. did. He actually did. So, uh, so anyway, so he ends up touching one of the girls, and the girl's like, "Hey, don't touch me, okay?" Like she's like being friendly about it, but yeah, forceful. like like a good like, "Hey, you know what? You just crossed the line. Just, be, just stu- don't stu- do it. Don't do it again." Yeah, I'm just telling you right Sometimes now. Don't you need do it to again. know the line, and you found the line. There you go. Stop it. So then they keep dancing on him, keep dancing on him, and all of a sudden he grabs one of them by the butt. And just squeezes, and they scream and push him away. Understandably, they're disturbed by all of this. Yeah. And 
then uh, the bouncer guy comes in and uh, gets beaten up by the bouncer dude. And then he pulls a gun out and shoots the bouncer in the arm oh my God. with the gun. And then they escape. They jump into the red car. And the uh, uh, Simon throws the weapon out the window. And then Marcus is like, that has your fingerprints all over. What are you doing? And then the car phone rings. And then the car starts to flip out because it's not their car. So clearly the owner of it is like making it flip out. Oh. Like it won't start and the lights are flashing. Right. So then uh, Simon gets out, tries looking for the gun. I don't know if he ever finds it. I, I can't remember. Uh, and then the dude who runs the strip club is sewing up the guy that got shot, uh-huh. which it's eventually revealed to be his son. Oh. And uh, the guy running the strip club. business. Yeah. And he even says, like, this whole generation is so lazy. Like, he goes, uh, in, his whole slacker thing comes into play. It's just like, he's not wrong. Like, yeah. if this movie showed us anything, it's kind of the point. They're like, yeah, they are kind of, like, lazy-ish. Although, I wonder if the movie's making a point. Because it's like... Are they lazy or are they desperate? Movie, they're desperate. Because they but, aren't lazy because they go with the extra mile to do a lot of this stuff. Except you know? Simon. Like, that's the thing. is like, Simon just has... Like, at least Donna, I could look and be like, okay, she gave money because she's going to get evicted. Right, right. Fair. Right. You can, I can suspend my disbelief. But Simon just sucks. Like, he's just No, no, Simon up, does suck. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's a slacker either. I think he's just an asshole. Yeah, you that's know? fair. Yeah, so slack. that's the thing is, like, he's like, they, they're lazy. It's like, they're not lazy. They're just not good <laughs> you know yeah uh, so that's anyway. a wrong bad adjective to right. give them so then they trace the credit card back to the hotel uh. room at the the riviera i guess so they go there i think you've left out a whole thing of this movie what couple things one thing that you left out maybe i left a couple things out understandable because you don't know what's important yeah so the guys at the hotel there's apparently a kid that's in the hotel room next to them yes he banged on the door once opened it and he's like, what's going on here? And they're like, it's my room. And Simon says, we're raping little boys in here. And then he shuts Jesus the door. Christ. Yep. No wonder you didn't bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, that's what you get. Well, no, I'm just kidding. that kind of comes into play because then all the guys show up in the room and the guy, that guy, uh, no, not Simon. One of the other guys uh, begs the kid to let him in the room because the strip club guys have arrived at their room and are trying oh, to break the door down. Okay, so those two dudes. Okay. Right. So those yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, now it's all four of them together. Oh, okay. So Simon and Marcus have arrived back at the room. Okay. Those two dudes are there. Got so it, they got need it, to get it, to the it. other room. Caught up. They get it there at the very last second. So the strip club guys miss them by just a minute and then they escape uh and they drive away. Uh the four guys. Hmm. They drive away in the in another car. But then there's a race down the strip with uh, the four guys in the car and uh, the strip club guys. And then at one point, the four guys get stuck in an alleyway. They're like sideways in an alleyway, like they can't escape. Okay. And then they get slammed, rammed on the side by the uh, the strip club guys. And then the bad guy, the bad car guy, the bad guy's car flips. And then the other guys are all fucked up, but they drive away. And then they're like, we're safe. And the British guy, he's like, I had sex with two women. And then um, relevant. the bad guy runs their credit card again to find out where they live. Uh, but it isn't where they live. It's where Wait, Todd who's the bad lives. guy again? Sorry, it's... Um, oh, strip club guy. The strip club guy. Okay, but he's so, not really a bad guy. That's what I say. I don't think he's a bad guy. He's just trying to get some... He's sh- the antagonist in this scene, mm, okay. but he's not really a villain, really. He's not really bad guy. <laughs> so... Uh, Couple things. That's the end of that half. But a couple things. They mentioned that they're still going to go to Mexico. I don't know why. Okay, so there's some other talk about Mexico. They're still talking about Mexico. Uh, I think I know what's happening later, though. Okay. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to bring up is there's one part where the car's stuck in an alleyway and the car's coming at them. And at one point, Marcus like gets out of the sunroof and like shoots at the oncoming car uh-huh. uh, with the the casino, the the uh, the strip club people. Yeah. 
And then he gets back into the car and there's a really cool shot of Marcus getting in the car. It's like one shot of him getting in the car and then the car getting slammed. And like, I know there's like digital trickery somewhere in there, but it was so. Like, that's pretty cool. It's pretty seamless. That's a good shot. Yeah, it was a good shot. And this, so that's, that's the end. That's the end of that bit. So we go to a different character now. We now go to Adam and Zach. Okay. So I thought it would end at the same place as this one. So is it like. It kind of does because. No, wait. Does it? They go. Because that has almost that, nothing to do with the, the rave area with the yellow convertible kind of does okay kind of does that maybe come in play a little bit later with the rave with the convertible no that's that's right now what hold on what do you mean it's right now what what the convertible getting hit the the, the convertible car that killed donna yes that's right now that's happening now okay that's going to happen oh okay sorry 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 sorry. i was i was like what just happened i miss it no 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 that is going to happen i'm gonna lead up to that okay so that's happening there you're scaring me man i apologize i'm like did i miss something am i the part missing the story all the questions will be answered (laughs) scared me so now we're introduced to zach and adam they're actors and uh adam is getting a wire put on him they were busted for possession and the cop that we see later sunken, on, sunken the eye sunken eye man cop, who's a very weird, he's a big weirdo. He starts taking interest in like their bodies and their love life, okay. and uh, he's like, "Hey, so uh, he asks Zach, like, hey, do you have a girlfriend?" And Zach's like, "Yeah, I have a girlfriend, but um, I'm pretty sure that she's cheating on me, and because uh, I wear specific kinds of socks, I wear socks with elastic in them. But then I came home one day and there was a pair of socks that weren't my socks, and so then Adam says that." Hey, my girlfriend's been fucking around too. Uh, so both their girlfriends have been cheating on each other. This is the same girl. Well, oh no, we'll see. Okay, <laughs> so uh, so they say that uh, this was this was what I was like. Oh yeah, this is when it's taking place. So they're they're talking about that. They're like, wow, that's what a coincidence. I have the exact same problem with my girlfriend. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Maybe I should start checking around for socks too. <laughs> good to know there's more brains than these characters yeah yeah well it's like rain on your wedding day yeah um <laughs> uh, so uh blah, 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 blah. so then they go to a store because uh-huh. they are trying what i realize now is what they're looking for is the british guy simon yes they're going well adam's wearing the wire because he wants to trick uh uh, Simon so, into selling him drugs. So basically, they've been picked up for doing a bad, and the cops are like, okay, we'll let you go if you get us like a dealer. Exactly. Got it. So they go to the store expecting to see Simon, but he's not there because Simon's given his right okay. to the blonde girl. So that's why that all happens. Okay, got it. Okay. So um, blah, 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 blah. Katie Holmes sees them in the store, the two of them together, Zach and Adam, and she goes, ugh. I hate seeing gay couples. They're always so hot together. What? Yeah. You know, it's the thing about the 90s when it's like, oh, two guys next to each other. They have to be gay, right? You know? Oh, yeah. And also just like, I hate them. They're hot. It's like, what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. So, boy, this is so interesting. So, the guy... (laughs) So, right. The guy that is supposed to be there isn't there. So, uh, it's at night. The cop says that... The cop has set up a spy camera in one of the apartments. This is the scene that you see later where Rana... Shows up there yes. to sell the drugs. And there is a shot where they, there is clearly camera set up in that area. There you go. So that's what we're seeing now is the other side of that thing where they offer her OJ or whatever or yeah. a, a drink. Or if she asks for OJ and yes. they get a drink. So um, at one point, uh, she's, uh, she says, um, for some reason, Zach wants to help her. I'm not sure why. Mm. And Zach says that. Uh, so, so 
the blonde lady shows up and then Zach like leans in very closely. She's like, he's like, do you need to go to the bathroom? And then he says, go. Oh, really quietly. Oh, okay. So that's the name. That's the name of the movie. There was also <laughs> they mentioned it. I can't remember the time when they wrote it, but they did say it in the last scene with Simon. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who said it though. I don't remember where, but they did say it once. So they said it here too. Okay. He says go, and they slow it down. And then I wrote down this scene is very weird because it started cutting where she's like I'm underage, and then she leaves, and I'm just like, what was that all about? It's a scene that you already saw. Yes. Where she exits the bathroom. So then the cop cuffs Zach. Yeah, they, they do edit those much quicker, like the part where Simon is talking to Donna. Right, They right, like right. cut that really quick. So it's like, we know what happens. We know what happens. I didn't know what happened. Yeah, oh, you don't? So I'm just like, what is happening? Like, I don't why know. Why is editing so weird? Why is it this part? So, yeah. So then the cop cuffs Zach, and I'm like, is he in trouble now? Because like, he couldn't get the arrest, but he isn't. He's just showing them how to cuff a person? Oh, because they're actors, and he wanted to show them how to cuff people properly, because he's the cop's like, I see on TV all the time, people getting cuffed, and they always do it wrong. Ah, okay. So that's why. So then he's like, hey, I just wanted to ask you guys, do you want to come to dinner with me and my wife? Christmas dinner uh, tonight. Okay. And so they're like, well, you guys are cops, so we're not going to say no. So they go to the Christmas dinner, and everything is weird there. The wife is very weird. She keeps checking out Adam. And the cop is weird because Zach walks in on the cop naked and the cop is like, oh, how's it going? And then the cop like pushes Zach onto his bed and he's like, hey, isn't this bed really nice? And Zach's like, yeah, sure. And it's like more gay panic happening here okay. where it's like, oh, he wants to have sex with me. He's a guy. Isn't that weird? Um, and then I realized at this point that the wife is. I mean, there is a whole thing about like, I'm a cop. Now I'm going to make you have sex with me, which is. Not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. But um, yes. But this is at his house with his wife in the other room. So I'm like, oh, are they like swingers? Like, is he like into cuck uh, stuff? I don't, I don't know. know. It's very weird. And then I realized at this point that the wife is played by Jane Kukowski. Oh, from, okay. Uh, 30 Rock and stuff. Uh, and Kimmy Schmidt and Viva Rock Vegas. And <laughs> <laughs> Go through and the whole she, thing. I am to be. She, right. She, that's all she's been in. Yep. And she forcibly kisses Adam in the kitchen, okay. like against his will. I, yeah, I, there's a power thing going on here. Right, exactly. And so then they sit down to dinner and the cop's like, hey, I actually did not just invite you guys over for dinner. I invited you over for something. And earlier he's like, he, he has that like, hey, you, you into new things? You open a new possibilities? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, what do you think it's going to be? Ethan, what do you think this is going to be? Um, Drugs. Drugs. Was he it? wants to sell them Amway. <laughs> you don't know what Amway is, no, do I you? Neither did I. I had to Google it. Oh. It is a early millennia, late 90s pyramid scheme. Oh, okay. You know, like Cutco knives? Cutco, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. exactly that. Okay. Uh, they refer to it as... Uh, so it's a real thing. Confederated products, they call it. Oh, so it's a, re- it's a real thing. These are very real things. Amway, okay. Confederated products, these are all very real things. I Googled them because I was like... They kept saying confederated products. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, is this stuff that was like made in yeah, the what, South? What is that? It's basically Amway. It's just products that are of lower value. And the, the, the it's like a weird pyramid scheme where you get. So the husband and wife are part of this pyramid scheme and they're trying to sell household goods to these to people. These people. Okay. So it had nothing to do with sex. Like them being weird is just them being weird. And they really invited them over just to sell them pyramid scheme products. Okay. That's, interesting. That's interesting what they were there for. Scheme. All right, just sell, just sell stuff from China. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so then they walk off, and then they start saying very interesting things. Okay. Now, Ethan. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned before they have they apparently have girlfriends that are cheating on them, and they yes. cheat out with their girlfriends as well, right? Uh huh. Can you tell me anything 
Uh, like, who do you think their girlfriend is? Think we've we've uh, we've we've been introduced to her? Probably yes. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, right? Probably like Rada. What's her name? Rana. Rana. It's probably Katie Holmes. Probably Katie Holmes. Yeah, they're gay and they're in relationships together. Oh, these two, Zach and Adam. They were lying to the cop. Uh, apparently, they are cheating on each other with another person. Yeah. All right. Your face makes me very nervous because I'm like, okay. They're they're acting in this movie like I should know this. Like this was supposed to be not a reveal. It's very weird this scene because this all happens very quickly, and I'm used to jumping into a movie halfway through and going, you know what? I'm just gonna accept yeah, this yeah, as yeah. it comes. I, it was very hard for me to just now knowing this was not referenced earlier in the movie. I, I, I don't. There's even... this whole other thing. So they they were saying they've cheated with a guy named Jimmy. Do you know anyone named Jimmy? He's got long hair. He lives with Melissa McCartney. What? No. No. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> what the fuck? So what? I feel this is a whole thing. Okay. So we go to Jimmy's house. Melissa McCarthy's there. She's like, "Oh, you two know," and I'm like, "I don't know anything, but I assume Ethan <laughs> does. You don't." No. Nope. Uh. So apparently, they've both been cheating on a guy named Jimmy. Jimmy knows that both of them and has been having sex with the both of them. Um. So then they go to the Ray because that's where Jimmy is, and. Uh, they cut his hair off and Katie Holmes is there at the rave. And I'm like, what are you doing here? What's going on? And then they get in the car <sighs> and then they are like, okay, let's get out of here. This, this is crazy. And then they run a woman over. Okay. Which is what you know. Okay. And then they see a guy with a gun and they're like, what the fuck? And then they, they're, they're just scared. They're not they They don't know what's going on. Really? Cause they seem pretty deliberate about dumping that body. No, they just didn't know what they were doing. They weren't trying to dump the body anyway. They just wanted her off the car. So they just kept like going back it and seemed, forth trying to okay. turn around. The, not in my in my scene, it's very clear okay. they don't know what they're doing. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, they dump her off in the ditch and then they drive away and uh they go to a gas station to chill out and they have this whole conversation in the car where uh Zach's like, either she's dead and we killed her, and that would suck. But she's dead. <laughs> Bummer, bro. Bummer. Or she's alive and that guy with the gun killed her. In which case, she's dead either way. Yeah. So we don't need to really worry is basically like his argument. So then they uh, they split up. Uh, uh, Zach cleans the car. <laughs> he finds like hair. And, like the, Yeah, it's really gross. And then Adam's in the bathroom. And then he realizes he's still wearing the wire. All oh, the- shit. Yeah. See that face you had? That's I was good. like, this is exciting. This is All cool. Right. This is really cool. That was exciting. So then he shows the wire to Zach. And Zach's flips out throws the wire and he's like we were reading lines we're actors they know that we're actors and adam's like no man we're fucked we're so fucked so zach's like here's what we got to do no body no crime we have to go back to the scene of the crime and get rid of the body all right that's his argument that, sure whatever so adam takes some convincing at first but they pick her out of the ditch this, this part was actually kind of fun where <laughs> pick, uh, pick a dead body up in the ditch that's fun because adam doesn't want to do it and so zach's like zach it's like a scene in a movie or Zach's like, Adam, this is like a scene in a movie. There's craft services over there. The light's over there. The camera's right there. And at, th- at this point, it looks like he's actually pointing directly at the camera. Oh, okay. And then Adam looks at the camera like directly. And then he's like, this is all just a scene. There's lighting. And this is fine. And then Adam's like, I'm not delusional. I know what we're doing. I know this isn't a movie. And Zach's like, okay, then help me then. <laughs> interesting. So That's pick- an interesting scene. I kind of liked it. So yeah. they pick her up. And then all of a sudden she starts coughing. Yeah, she wasn't quite dead. She was. She isn't dead. No. Right. They showed that earlier. She, she, she looked like she was dying. I wasn't aware that she wasn't. I thought mm. she was dead. Uh, she, she isn't. 
And then they, uh, so they, they, they're like, okay, what are we going to do then? What would you do in this situation? They're like, okay, we thought we hit this woman. She's not dead. What are we going to do now? Uh, she's out of the ditch. I mean, at that point you have to call, I feel like it's called cops at that point. Cause you already know. Cell phone? Oh shit. <laughs> There's a payphone along the road. It must be a payphone somewhere, right? Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's what I would do. Or I would just drop her off at the hospital. Yeah. Drop her off at the away. hospital. Yeah. So Zach's like, let's kill her. <laughs> Whoa! Let's just make this worse. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So then he goes to the trunk and like at least you could at least you could say like, oh, we were super scared, we ran away, we felt really bad. Yeah, because they're on the wire already. Exactly. (sighs) Well, that's what he's saying too. Is it's like if this girl is dead in a ditch, then it's our fault. But if she isn't, it's not attached to us anymore. You know, like that's his argument. So she's dead by another means. Yeah, basically. What? Okay. It doesn't make. They're actors. What do you expect? (sighs) Their characters are actors. Uh, So. So he pulls up a he pulls out a jack from the back of the car and he's about to kill her with it, but he can't do it. And so then they put her on the roof of a car and just leave her. And oh yeah. Eventually she gets found. And I'm like, that's slightly a better answer. Sure. She gets discovered. Someone calls the ambulance. So then we see Katie Holmes again. She shows up. She's locked out of her car, but I realize actually she doesn't have her keys. Uh, I guess that happened earlier. Okay. Uh, somebody threw keys somewhere. So she walks in the rain to the restaurant and she sees Timothy Oliphant. And I wrote down looking awesome as usual. Mm-hmm. And they have two conversations, both of which I wrote down trying so desperately hard to be Tarantino. One yes. is about the family circus in the newspaper. Oh, God. <laughs> why, why bring that up? It's Timothy Oliphant going, I hate the family circus. All I, right. I, read, I read the whole comic section. I got to finish on the family circus. It ruins my day. Yeah, that's the most relatable thing he said. Uh, yeah. And then... Uh- She's like, I love Christmas. It's like yep. a present. So that is the exact beginning of the movie. I forgot to mention this. There you the go. The beginning of the movie is that. There you go. So that's what happens. So then... Um, she blah, says, blah, blah. It's, excuse me. She says, it's Christmas. You never. You think you know what's in the package. There you go. But you never know what you're actually going to get. That's what the movie is. So then... You think you know Go, but you don't, you don't know, know Go. go. Uh, and then she says, like, you're like real. Like everyone else is faking it, but you're real. And then hard cut to them making out in the stairway. And then we see a little cat come down. And I'm like, oh, little kitty. And then we see the stripper club boy, stripper club man at the top of the stairs. Because he's traced uh, he's traced it back to his apartment. Okay. Points the gun at him at the Oliphant. And he goes, "We, you've got some splaining to do, Mr. Oliphant. So Oliphant goes back into his place, draws out a map. To help them find the apartment of the guy they're actually looking for. <laughs> and Katie Holmes is very upset. She's like, oh, why don't you just like pull the gun yourself? And I, as him, the Oliphant, would be thinking, uh, I don't want to die. Yeah. Like, is it not worth dying? Also, this guy stole send, my fucking credit card. I could also just send these guys to do it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Is like, Tim the Oliphant, why should he care about their dumbass lives? They stole his credit card and used it and like put yeah. it in danger. Like, yeah. why should he give he a shit? He doesn't do favors anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So... Then the British guy shows up at his apartment as all of the uh, the Simon shows up at Timothy Oliphant's apartment as the Vegas guys are there. Oh, because he's like, I got a place. I need a place to hide. And I'm like, dude, you not remember? He's the guy's the card that you gave. Yeah, Simon. But stupid. he's a dummy. So then everyone grabs Simon and they're about to kill him. They put a gun to his head. And then Kenny Holmes is like, What do you want? What do you really want from this? And then uh, Vegas guy's like, I just want what's fair. And so she whines enough to force them not to kill Simon, but instead have the bouncer shoot Simon in the arm exactly where the bouncer had been shot. Okay. And That's a lot of work to drive that far. You're yeah. going to pay for that gas too. That's what I'm saying. But it's like, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? So 
They point the gun at the arm, but and, and it's this is actually is really funny because everyone's watching this, and I'm like, is this supposed to be like the movie? Like, is this like? Because you see three people, one person is like engrossed in the Oliphant. You see Katie Holmes very unimpressed with all of this, and then uh, one of the other guys. And so eventually, Katie Holmes is like, I'm done. This is done. I'm, I, I can't watch this, and she leaves. And uh, the bouncer actually can't do it. He doesn't want to shoot him in the arm. Uh, so then uh, no, nothing bad happens. Nothing happens there. That's it. We hear a gunshot, but a British guy. He's like, I'm fine. And that's that's the end of that. So then the blonde lady wakes up in the hospital. And I'm like, well, there goes all the money you made because uh, you're going to have to pay for those fucking hospital bills. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, then she goes back to work and her and Katie Holmes talk. And uh, Katie Holmes asks, hey, where's Manny? Actually, before that, she says, uh, you know, do you have enough money? And she goes, yeah, I've got enough money now. How? I don't know. Well, I guess she still has $400. She still has $400. But, you know. She hasn't got that hospital she bill. She has yet. a hospital bill. She spent she, one night in the hospital. She's so only she's only seventeen. She's actually also if she's seventeen, how's she living alone? I guess she might be emancipated, but she like, probably isn't seventeen. She's probably lying. Okay. Weird. All right. Anyway, so then they're like, Where's Manny? So then they go, I I okay. So they go and they're like, Manny, Manny, where are you? And, and I'm like, the cat. It's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a shot of the cat. And they're like, There's Manny right there. <laughs> Why don't you get and he walks Manny? by them and I'm like, There's Manny, go get Manny. And then we see a guy, and I'm like, who's that guy? Is he like a homeless man? <laughs> They're like, Manny, there you are. I'm like, oh, okay. So they get Manny. Is he dead? No, he's alive. He he's fine. Dead, he's just really okay. sick. And they find the keys, and then Manny's like, what are we going to do for New Year's? And then they drive off, and that's the end of the movie. And we get one shot of a, of a rave, like one frame of a rave before the credits. <laughs> one frame. And that's it. That's all you need. And that's it. Huh. So that's uh, it's the end of my half. What'd you think, Mike? I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked it. I feel like it fell apart a little bit at the end. I wish I, I, I don't know. I wish there were more characters that I liked. <laughs> yeah, like if there was maybe. Yeah, is there any other relatable characters besides Zach Mark? and Adam? Were fun. I liked the two of their like chemistry together. And then they wanted to straight up kill someone. Then they they didn't want to kill anybody. It's not like they wanted. No wait, so. they they felt like they 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 felt like they had to kill somebody. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing, though. Like, that whole thing feels very underwritten. I, I feel like a lot of this is, like, they had the plot points together, and they, they drew, like, this crazy, like, we're going to yeah. do this, and it's going to be shot like this. And then they're like, should we flesh this out a bit? Make it feel, like, more like real people, not just, like, horrible caricatures? Mm. Nah, let's just admit it that way. It's fine. And uh, to be fair, I think the plot, and you explained it to me, is very interesting. I was like, I love the I was, plot. Yeah, I was interested the whole time. I was very curious about how the different things connected. Um, I wanted, I, like you explaining, it was great. But more but, movies are more than just plot. But exactly, movies are more than just plot. I think yeah. the way it's shot's pretty good. Like yeah. it's shot pretty well. But I think the characters themselves are just not. I just don't care like about any of them. That's the thing is like you have movies like I don't want to hit on a movie simply because the characters aren't likable. You have plenty of Coen Brother movies and like Tarantino movies where like main characters are pieces of shit, but the writing's a little more interesting. Yeah, and also the thing about that is also just because they're pieces of shit, that at least you can see maybe where they're coming from a little bit a little bit yeah i have like that's why i can at least forgive donna and be like okay whatever like she's needs money that's yeah fine. simon no i hate reason. simon there's just no reason you hate simon that's the, that's a sequel to i love simon i love simon <laughs> i love simon is yeah. hate simon yeah it's about this guy, <laughs> it's about this guy. <laughs> and even then like yeah the two like gay guys it's cool to see a gay couple in a movie like from the like 90s, the yeah. late 90s uh, and it's cool to just see them as normal people. Like, I kind of like how it was an interesting twist that they weren't, like, in relationships with women. They were actually in relationship with each other. Yeah. That was cool. 
but I also feel like that is severely underdeveloped and only there for a surprise, you know? Is that almost played off as like a joke? No. Okay, that's I, I mean, I didn't think so. Okay. I, it, that's the thing is like the fact that it wasn't played off as a joke made it even it. more interesting. Yeah. Like mm. them, them being, yeah, like them being like they felt, that was weird thing is like even before, like what what made me think that they were in a relationship weren't wasn't the writing or them saying anything. It was just like the actors genuinely mm-hmm. felt closer. Yeah. And then when they're like, "Oh my god, we both had sex with this guy," and now we're in a, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Now it's all falling into place. But yeah, it just yeah. felt like again, I felt like all of this was something that was hinted at earlier in the movie. And now that it, I know that that it is not the weird. Case. Yeah, there's a, I felt like there's a few reveals where it's just like, "Oh, that's gonna come into play later," and it never really does. But that's the thing is that there's some things I do like. Like I like the car scene. Yeah. I like how Timothy Oliphant was the guy that was there. I like how uh, the dude from uh, Vegas shows up at Timothy Oliphant's apartment. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cool strings that tie in together pretty well. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess I was just hoping for a little bit more and just like, well, the rednecks are here now. Yeah. And I'm going to do a thing. I thought, honestly, I expected them all to end at that car crash. Yeah. I thought that was where it was like each thing is going to show different sections of this car crash and I almost, like kind of explain more about what actually happened in here. I think the thing that limits it, the connectivity, mm-hmm. is the fact that one story takes place in another state. Yeah. You know, like usually when you see movies like this, they all take place within like the same like city at least you know they're all taking place yeah. with the same characters and the characters keep reappearing or whatever but the, the only connection is sending simon off in the beginning of donna sequence right and then him coming back at the or at the end of um the, the gay guy sequence exactly another, another name. um zach and adam but it doesn't matter zach and adam yeah um it's just yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like there. I feel like there's that, that but I. I didn't hate it. No, I, I, I liked. I liked a lot. And of, it has a good pacing to it. Like there's yeah. a lot of good. There's a lot of good things going for it. But oh, it's yeah. just the characters gum, bum me out, and then mm-hmm. in the end, the, the plot kind of I felt. And like I'm just like under fucking itself. Katie Holmes. What are you even doing in this movie? Yeah, she doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. And what she does do is just whine most of the time. Yeah. Like I, you see her at the end with the blonde girl, and I'm like, oh, she was the mastermind behind all of this, or something. It's like, no, she's just there. <sighs> you know, just been better. Around. Maggie Gyllenhaal should replace with Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, probably should have. All right, well, let's take a look into a little bit of backstory on this movie. Okay, see if we can find anything else that maybe we missed. Maybe, maybe it was a reveal. I just totally slept through. And we're back. Oh, man. Sorry we had to go there for a second. Oh, <laughs> well, we're, we're back again. Boom. And you'll see it from Mike's perspective now. Uh, <laughs> no, so we looked at the plot and it doesn't seem like we're missing anything. Nothing too all. substantial. Nothing too substantial. Sorry. It sounds like that their reveal of being in a relationship with man was just the same guy. Just a, a reveal. It's cool. A straight up reveal. Cool. Um, um, apparently, this is interesting. The writer, uh, John August, wrote the portion of the story involving Rana as a short film titled X. Yes, yes. Inspired by Rock and Roll Ralph's grocery store on Sunset Boulevard. And then some friends asked, um, uh, after friends asked about Simon's trip to Vegas and what was going on with Adam and Zach, he then wrote these other two stories afterwards. So I guess people read it and then he's like, well, actually, I can kind of fill this out and then make them all come back together. That's interesting because I read some trivia that said that the letter X, apparently, now that I know that it was apparently the title of the short film, is a recurring motif throughout the film. They reference uh, Malcolm X, X as an ecstasy, Mary Xmas. Uh, the, they stay in room 66, or 660 at the Riviera. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess there's a bunch of X's all over the movie. That's kind of cool. That's a fun fact. I don't really know what it's supposed to signify. There was during the celebrity game, like, name someone who's, uh, name a dead celebrity with the X or their first name. Mm. Someone's like, Xerxes. Oh, yeah, that that one too. Um, Maybe it's supposed to sort of, like, represent the feeling of, like, two paths crossing over each other. Could be that. Possibly. Could be that. Yeah. But I don't know how that makes sense when it was just Rana's part of the short film. Yeah. Would you prefer the movie be called X or do you like it being called Go? Go is an interesting one because it it does kind of fit the fat fast pace like status of the, of the film. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of constantly moving, a lot of yeah. action and stuff happening, a lot of speed, and yeah. they say it a couple times in the movie too. So yeah, that's that true. helps. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Timothy Olyphant auditioned for Adam or Zach, but they're like, "Nah, you're gonna be the drug dealer." Yeah. And, I have uh, a I have a thing here about him, Timothy Olyphant. He he apparently thought that his character needed a neck tattoo. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then the director's like, oh look that. And then Timothy's <laughs> like, oh no, here it is. And then Dirk's like, cool. Yeah, he did, he did, it's like dice or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's something dice on his like, neck. Okay. And the director's like, it makes you t- look too sinister. And then he's like, well, here's a temporary tattoo. And the director's like, why didn't I fucking think a temporary tattoo wouldn't be an option? Like, oh. Did he think he was getting like a permanent tattoo? I don't. Know. I don't he know. He probably was just like, oh, oh yeah, God. yeah. Timothy Olyphant's like. My character would have a tattoo. The director's like, I don't know what you mean. You can't get a tattoo. We, we can't have that in the budget. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Speaking of budgets, uh, apparently the foreign financing fell through because the film lacked a bankable white male star. What? So that's why it came a little little budgety in certain points. D- but America loves Jay Moore. Jay Moore? Jay Whore? What's his name? Jay Jay Moore. What? Jay Moore. Movies does he get? <laughs> What's his name? Jay it's Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Okay, yeah, cool. That's right. Yeah. That's how that's all forgettable he wow. is as yeah, a comedian. Um, then Columbia Films came in financed the movie. Why? Um, most of the plot. Takes I don't place mean like it's a bad movie. I'm just like this is such like a like it feels like a student film. Like why would a big it company does. jump um, in? Yeah, it and finance like it. Of, it. Maybe just take a risk. You know, back I in the nineties. So. You know. You know what? Time. Grunge. There's grunge. A lot of grunge. Someone's doing like, I want to make this movie about Slack. He's like, well, you're not slacking on that. And yeah. then they're like, here's some money from <laughs> Mr. Columbia. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently most of the plot takes place at night. And uh, they recall being outside in the dark from 8 p.m. till 8 a.m. during filming for sounds 24 like days. fun time. Like, oh, man, that sounds miserable. I have some cool, one, one cool thing I didn't tell you about yeah. before. So the director picked the grocery store that the movie was filmed in because it looked run down and big city. But when the producers gave the owner of the supermarket permission to film there, they took some of their own money and reprinted and repaint and repainted and reprepared the entire store to make it look more Hollywood. And the directors oh. and producers fucking hated oh, it. Oh man! And the only reason they picked the store is because it looked bad in the first place. So the producers, after getting consent from the store, hired a crew to make it look worn down and shitty. And then before they left, went back and made it look good afterwards. So they spent like a good chunk of their like budget making the so store look more, bad yeah. again. Yeah, this movie only cost. Uh, 20 million make and made 28 million 20 million make and 28 million in the box office so not a whole lot not not the biggest like box office game yeah, but it, it seems it, like a charming little it's been, film it's been a cult hit and good critical acclaim so you know good for yeah them. this is actually pretty highly rated as yes. far as critics yes go. it is yeah um, there are some people who kind of had the same thing where it's like came off as a junior pulp fiction is one quote and i'm like that kind of falls in line that's right. that's true a little, little meat a little harsh this, but the dialogue ain't the dialogue ain't snappy enough to to keep me going man that's the biggest problem to with keep it. you go in? keep me go and but uh yeah well if you guys felt that you have anything you want to no, do I think that's it. if you guys want to go to our facebook or instagram or twitter and drop us a a, a line please do uh, and if you like this episode and you want to listen to previous ones, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it is all messed up. 
Just like, messed up. Just a messed up. It's like, just a mess. It's just it's like here's orders. one paragraph and then another paragraph. That paragraph's supposed to go on top of that one. That's very confusing. Uh, but you know what? We'll read it anyway because yeah. it's a five star rating. There you go. Uh, and if you have any movie recommendations, please email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. We are very much open to any kind of recommendations. Um, you know, I, we don't have a lot of movies uh, coming up on the list. So if you guys have any uh, ideas. We're kind of open right now. So yeah, now's a good time to throw a couple in. Let us know if you have. And you know, we have uh, February's don't. coming up. So if you yes. have any like uh, Valentine's Day movies, oh, yeah. you know, anything like that, let us know. We'd, we'd be down to uh, have some uh, some holiday movies. Yeah. Because there's not, a lot of, not enough holiday films out there. Except for this one because it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Kind of sort of. Weirdly enough. And yeah. then you kind of forget by the end of it. Yeah. yeah. So were they raving on Christmas? I think it was like the night before Christmas. Oh, and all through the rays. Yeah. <laughs> not a creature was storing, storing not even a death mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> you know, it's dead mouse, right? Fuck! <laughs> I was like, I was going to say it too. I was like, shit, it's not what it's called. God damn it, I slipped so myself. Fucking shit. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> <laughs>